Welcome Ravens fans and supporters to the Unscripted Ravens Talk, a fan podcast. My name is Bimo Buck and I'm your host for this amazing podcast. This show talks about all subjects related to the best football organization in the world, the Baltimore Ravens and its diehard fans. My podcast episodes will be published and distributed weekly. Please feel free to like, share, comment, leave a voicemail and subscribe to my channel at any time. If you want to join me on a podcast episode, please leave your number in my voicemail or send me a direct message and we will schedule an interview with you to be on this podcast, be on my next podcast episode. This blog and podcast are my own opinions and do not represent the views or opinions of the Baltimore Ravens or the National Football League. We are doing our best to prepare the contents of this podcast. However, Be More Buck edits cannot warranty the expressions and suggestions of the contents, as well as its accuracy. In addition, to the extent permitted by law, BMO Buck edits shall not be responsible for any losses and or damages due to the uses of the information in our podcast. All right, our subject for today, our title for this podcast today will be the Baltimore Ravens, Contenders or Pretenders. Baltimore Ravens are the Baltimore Ravens contenders or pretenders? That is the question. Our topics today, we will talk about whether the Baltimore Ravens are contenders or, or pretenders. We will also talk about injuries. We will talk about studs and duds, things to be fixed. And we will preview the Cleveland Browns game and what the Baltimore things the Baltimore Ravens need to do to go ahead and, and win this game. First of all, I want to go ahead and send some shout outs to all my Raven groups and NFL groups. The following groups, I want to send a shout out to the following groups. We are the Ravens Flock, Ravens Purple Fusion, Be More Purple Pain, AFC North War Zone, Baltimore Elite Squad, Ravens Flock Mexico, NFL Group, The Ravens Flock, Mississippi Ravens Fans, NFL Chat Line, AFC Ravens Flock, NFL Hard. NFL Hardcore Elite Squad, 32 NFL Teams War Zone, NFL Trash Talk Uncut. Those are all the groups I am a member of. I love all my uh, fans in those groups and all my networking and my fellow group members. And I hope they're having a good week. And I hope we get this win on Sunday. So we're going to go ahead and get into this podcast so we can get this thing rolling. So, our first subject, we want to talk about are the Baltimore Ravens contenders or pretenders? Pretenders or contenders? All right. Um, I did some research and I found out that 3.4% of all teams that start a season 0-3 go on to make the playoffs. It's only 3.4% of teams that start 0-3 go to make the playoffs. So let's just give you an idea um, of how teams start and where they end up at. So the Ravens are starting at 2-1 after three games. We are 2-1. We are looking good. So we are are trending in the right direction. Uh, Barring any uh, unforeseen injuries 
or breakdowns during the season, we shouldn't have any problems of getting it, reaching the uh, NFL playoffs this year. Okay. <clears throat> so some of the main things that um, some of the problems that are presented to NFL teams during the seasons um, as the season go on. Okay. So, you know, the first couple of games, like your first four games, the first quarter of the NFL season, the new NFL season, teams are trying to gel with each other. They are learning, okay, especially young teams. You know, your rookies got to get settled in. They got to learn the playbook. Um, your defense got to learn how – got to mesh, and they got to learn how to um, get work on their time and their assignments in the playbook also. So um, – and also the opponents start adjusting to teams, okay, based on films, injuries, and schedules, okay. Some teams will have um, trouble keeping up throughout the season. A lot of up, most, some teams, your playoff teams, will continue to grow. They will get better as the season go on. Some of your teams that are not going to make the playoffs, i.e. the Miami Dolphins, uh, sorry to say, they will start regressing. But our Baltimore Ravens are heading in the right direction. Okay, uh, once again, the Ravens will feature, as they always do, a good defense. Um, so far in three games, they only allowed the opponent to score 17 points through three games. That's not a bad statistic. You know what I mean? Sometimes you got to look at the numbers instead of looking at a particular game. You got to look at you got to look at the averages. Okay, so numbers play a big part in that. So when you when they, when the Ravens have a bad game, which they are, we're gonna have bad games. We're gonna lose some games. I mentioned that in my last podcast. Okay, ain't no such thing as you're gonna go out there every week. And people that played the, played the sport of football know this. It's almost impossible to play at a high level um, uh, um, week in, week out. You're going to have a bad week. It's going to be a week where you just can't seem to get together. Or your opponent just going to seem like your opponent is just out there. They're just going to whip your butt this week. Okay? And it happens. All right? But so far, defense has been doing pretty good. They got some things to fix. And we're going to talk about that um, a little later. Quarterback Lamar Jackson. Quarterback Lamar Jackson has bumped his numbers up to 863 passing yards and seven touchdowns. And the strong running game averaged north of six yards per carry. Okay? At this time, the Ravens are, the Ravens have the number one offense in the National Football League. Who would ever thought that would be possible right okay I knew it I'm like I put a, I put you know what I mean two plus two equals four I put it all together with what they drafted what they had on the team the talent of Lamar Jackson and I'm like this is going to be a pretty good offense okay we all knew that the defense is going to struggle and they will I got I feel as though our defense will t- will tighten up and they'll become better as the season goes on, okay? Because like Earl, Earl Thomas said, you know, it's taking him a little while to get used to the, the defense, the play, the, pay, the play calling and the communication. Because everything is about the communication with defense. It's very important. So if the defense doesn't communicate effectively, they're going to they're gonna blow some assignments. And that's what happened last week with the Kansas City Chiefs, okay? <clears throat> All right, during the season, we do have some rough games. We got Seattle. We got the... The Houston, Texas, 
We got the Houston Texans, the New England Patriots, and the Los Angeles Rams on the schedule coming up. Those are going to be some hard games, but I feel as though we can match up with any team in the NFL and we can beat any team in the NFL, okay? And that's what some of the, our, um, some of the analysts uh, and some of our professional um, sports writers are saying that the Ravens have a team built to play with anyone, okay? And that was evident, okay, and that was shown uh, in Kansas City. Lamar Jackson can throw. I came across an article today on, on Facebook, and the title was Lamar Jackson can throw. I also seen an article uh, from TMZ, TMZ reported uh, from um, Lamar Jackson college coach, college coach Bobby Petrino, which he stated, Lamar's been turning up in the NFL this season, sporting an insane 113.9 quarterback rating with seven touchdown passes. Okay, and his coach and Coach Petrino said, This is just the beginning. Get ready for the ride. Okay, it's just the beginning with Lamar Jackson. Okay, every week, um, throughout the week, I'm just going over my mind over and over and over what is he going to do this week? What is he going to do on Sunday? That just makes it so spectacular. Okay, Lamar Jackson's really moving up. He's shocking the world with his. Um, with his throwing ability. He's actually a better passer than he is a runner. Um, a lot of people will disagree with that. But like he said, he don't like to run. He'd rather throw the football. That's what he want to do. He wants to throw the football, okay? And that's what he's going to do. And he's going to get better as time goes on also, all right? Uh, also, uh, Coach Petrino said he believes and he expects for Lamar Jackson to win the Ravens, to help to help the Ravens win another Super Bowl, okay? He said, because that's what he's committed to do, and his actions states that, and his practices, his way he handled his business, everything is trending for Lamar Jackson to win a Super Bowl, either this year or sometime in the near future, okay? What some of the people are saying about um, playing against Lamar, our chief uh, the defensive coordinator, Spag Nolo, used to be with Spags. You know, he used to be the Ra with the Ravens. Y'all remember that? Okay, four days at the plan against Lamar Jackson. He said that – yeah, four days at the plan, Lamar Jackson. He said that that was, that was crazy. He said that um, – he never seen nothing like that. It was so hard to prepare for him, and it was so hard to uh, play against him um, that he, he just couldn't believe it. It was one of the toughest challenges he's ever faced uh, as a defensive coordinator, okay? That's it. All right, double trouble. Okay, these are some numbers to rave about that I came across. Um, zero. The Ravens have zero giveaways by the Ravens, making them the only team yet to turn the ball over. Kansas City and ten Tennessee ranked second with one turnover each. Eight. Eight quarterbacks hits allowed by the Ravens offense tying Dallas for the NFL fewest. 16 passing yards gaining 20-plus yards by the Ravens tying the L.A. Chargers for the NFL second most. Kansas City is first with 18 such plays. 20, 20 NFL 
20 and NFL high-rushing plays, gaining 10-plus yards by the Ravens. Dallas, Minnesota, and San Francisco ranked second with 18. 45.5, third and long, 11-plus yards to go, percentage by the Ravens, ranking number one in the NFL. Baltimore has successfully has successfully completed 5-11 such attempts. Okay, Lamar Jackson, right now at the three games, he got 863 passing yards, 172 rushing yards, seven passing TDs, and one rushing TD. Some other notes, Lamar Jackson is the only quarterback in NFL history with at least 850 passing yards and 150 rushing yards in the first three games of the season. In the first three games of the season. That's what I'm talking about. Jackson is one of two quarterbacks, Michael Vick 2013, with at least 800 passing yards and 150 yards in the first three games of the season. Uh, Jackson is one of five quarterbacks with at least 800 passing yards, 100 rushing yards, five TD passes in the first three games of the season. Um, other quarterbacks with 800 with 800 plus passing yards, 100 rushing yards, and five passing TDs uh, during the season's first three games are um, Young, Steve Young, 1995, Michael Vick, 2013, Cam Newton, 2016, and um, Deshaun Watson, 2018. All right. Now, we're still talking about all the Ravens contenders or pretend, contenders or pretenders, okay? Now, this year the Ravens has fielded what we have noticed um, as the results of the three games they've played already, that we have a non-typical defense so far this year. And we knew that we was going to have some issues on the defense because we lost so many key key pieces of our defense to um, free agency. Okay? Um, and it's very a non. Another reason why it's a non-typical Ravens season so far is because the defense is at a problem, not the offense. Normally, the Ravens always have an offense that's not that good, and a defense that is always real good. Okay, always in the top ten, top fifteen, top five, somewhere in there. Okay. Um, now, but we know they're going to fix that as time goes on. The communication will get better. Okay, they'll get more confidence, and uh, they'll 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 trend up. That's only one way for the Ravens to go defensively, and that's up. And um, and now that they know where where the weakness are, where our glad, where our holes are in our defense, thanks to the Kansas City Chief and Patrick Mahomes, we know what needs to be fixed, and they will. I have faith in the Ravens. And Don Martindale, wink Don Martindale, that he will get that fixed. He will get that fixed quick. Okay? The Ravens have an 80.9% chance to win the AFC North. Those are some pretty good odds, okay? I don't see why they can't accomplish that. And that begins this weekend with the Cleveland Brownies coming to town, okay? Cleveland Browns are coming to town. They'll be there on Sunday. Um... And I am so hyped for this game, and I hope my Ravens are, and I hope all our fans are, and I hope all the Ravens fans are around the world are ready for this game. And it's going to be a show. Lamar Jackson is going to put on a show. Um, Mark Ingram is going to put on a show. And we'll talk about that a little later, about uh, the, our, my predictions and, and what I see 
taking place this Sunday. Okay, Freddie Kitchen, Freddie Kitchen on the physical nations of the Ravens. He said Baltimore Ravens plays football the way it's supposed to be played. They play hard nose, smash mouth football year in, year out. Been doing it since 1996. Okay, if another coach can 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 recognize that, uh, the fans need to also understand that. Okay. Um. I have my name for our 2019 offense. It's called PYP, okay? PYP. We have the PYP offense for 2019. PYP stands for Pick Your Poison, and that's what the Ravens are doing to defensive coordinators, to the defensive units of of, of teams that are on our schedule in each game. They are... They, are, they will have the choice to pick their own poison. Which one, what type of medicine or poison you want for this game, okay? Verdict, as my title for my last podcast, the Baltimore Ravens are contenders. Okay, let's talk about injuries. The Ravens injury reports um, from Thursday, Mark Andrews didn't practice, but I found out today he will be playing uh, uh, Sunday, linebacker Taro Alaka will be out. Of course, cornerback Jimmy Smith will be out this week. Safety Brendan Trawick will be out for elbow. Cornerback um, uh, Marlon Humph- uh, Humphrey was limited for a hip, but you know he's going to be playing. Um, safety Earl Thomas was was out. Uh, was a full participant, uh, so he's not he's not injured. Uh, the infamous engraving vids asks, should the Ravens trade for Vaughn Miller? Okay. Um, if Vaughn Miller is available, should they trade for him? Definitely yes. You will be a fool not to. Okay. He's done lost a little step. I don't know. To me, sometimes when they get those big contracts, it looks like their production just falls off. And I think a lot of that got is mental or just the, 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 the coaching, you know, I, I don't know what to say. But it seems like once they get those big contracts, it seems like things start going downhill for some of these players. All right. My question for our fans, who will be LJ's ankle-breaking candidates for the Brownies in this game? Okay? <laughs> All right. So just think about that and uh, shoot me an email. I mean, shoot me a comment or whatever who you think – uh, uh, who ankles you think LJ will be breaking this weekend? He broke a lot of them last weekend. They was even talking about it, and it was it was very um, hilarious and funny uh, reading what some of the uh, players from the um, Chiefs said about Lamar Jackson trying to tackle him. Okay, next we're gonna talk about studs and duds um, so far after the three games or from the last game, and then we're going to move on from Kansas City and put that in the books because we want to forget that. That was that was a, a bad day, but we guess what? We went there and we fought hard. One thing I like about our team is that uh, regardless of who we playing, regardless of where we playing at, they're going to do everything. They, they're going to play the best they can. Now, some some Sundays and some games, it's not going to be enough for them. Okay, and we got to come to real. We got to, as fans, we got to realize that and continue to stick with our team and don't get on them so hard. You know what I mean? They are human. They make mistakes just like we do. The main thing is that the main thing I want them to do is learn from the mistakes. 
learn from the mistakes, go back and fix the problem and get out there and do better so those problems won't happen again. Okay, so studs from the Chiefs game, the offensive line, the offensive line was off the chain, okay? That rushing attack was off the sh chain. I, I wish they would have done more running in that game than they did, um, but they fellas know that they needed to do a little more passing. Um, so, you know, that was the coach's call. Maybe they, they know something we don't know. You know what I mean? I wasn't there, okay? But the offensive line played, played tremendously. Uh, Mark Ingram, what can I say about Mark Ingram? I think he think he done had a flashback that he's back in Alabama because he's running that ball like he did when he was with, with, the, with the road tide, baby. Mark Ingram can run that rock. I'm predicting Mark Ingram is going to be the, the Russian leader in the NFL for this year, for 2019. I don't see no one, no one um, outrushing him this year. Lamar Jackson, of course. Okay, what can you say about this guy? Okay, this guy does not give up. He don't believe in giving up. Okay, he brought our team back just like he did with the Kansas City Chiefs in, in the playoffs. He fought and he fought to the very end, and you can't ask for no more of that. Okay, even after the game over, with, he's 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 looking at film. He's talking to players about what happened. He's on the bench. He's trying to talk to the players. We we haven't had that in the past. Okay, that is that is spectacular to have on our team, and I'm glad that we have him on our team. Willie Sneed. Willie Sneed makes some good plays, okay? A lot of people not, not recognizing it, okay? He's not the fast, he's not the fastest receiver in the bunch, but he been, he's been making some clutch plays for us uh, down the stretch. All right, let's talk about some duds from the last game. Tim Williams and Tyus Bauer. Okay, Tyus Bowser. How long are we gonna be subject to waiting for these guys? Or how long are we gonna wait for these guys to be productive? Okay, I'm done with them. Okay, I think they need to package those two together, and 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 do a trade. You know what I'm saying? Do a trade. They got they got several different. We have several different different options out there, as far as pass pass rusher goes. You know what I'm saying? Um, that we can look at. They got Taco Charlton is out there. Solomon Thomas is out there. Okay. You also got Artie Burns that's Artie Burns that's out there, even though he's a um, he's a cornerback or safety. But um, yeah, we got so you got three, I mean two um, two defensive ends that that we could use to uh, fill a void. Okay, so I would package Tim Williams and Tyus Bowser up and go ahead and move on. Um, some other duds, um, Kenny Young. I like Kenny Young, but he. That's look lost in coverage. You know what I mean? Chris Boyd, lost in coverage. Uh, Kennedy, he looked lost in coverage. These guys was just out there. They was lost. Okay, so they need to be, uh, uh, they need some extra training. Okay, they need some extra practice, some extra training for coveraging. Okay, for coveraging. And, and also tracking the ball. You know what I'm saying? Get the ball. Tackle. Regain tackle. Okay, see ball, go tackle ball. Okay, and of course the refs. <laughs> the refs were not our friends, okay? But we're not going to get into that because people say I'm whining and I'm um, trying to blame, blame everything on the refs, and that's not the, not the case. All right, we already talked about my thoughts on Mark Ingram and how he's going to be the uh, Russian leader for 2019. Okay, I, I'm just feeling that, and I don't think that's going to change uh, through the course of the year, okay? 
Uh, Wink Martindale stated that um, he believes more sacks and turnovers are, co are coming. He said they come in bunches. Okay, I like I like I like that. Um, I like what he said, and and I believe him. I believe him because he said the same thing last year, uh, around about this time actually, around like after the third or fourth game. Uh, he was asked a question about the defense, uh, lack of uh, sacks and um, and uh, blown assignments. Okay, so he said they're going to fix that, and th those turnovers going to start popping, start coming in, and those sacks going to start coming in. Okay. Um, also, I found out that um, Carr and McPhee had a veteran day off. Uh, I don't, I don't agree in veteran days off. I'm like Coach um, Belichick. No day off. That's that's my philosophy. I don't think nobody should have a day off, even after you win a game. I don't think you need a day off. Okay, um, we didn't have any, we didn't have we only had one sack Sunday. Okay, we had much of, much of, uh, pressures, but sacks. I'm talking sacks. I don't, I don't pressures don't don't excite me. I want sacks. Okay, um, we had a lot of blown coverages. So defense, any, anybody, any one of those defensive backs shouldn't have been off. Okay, they need to be in that film room, learning those assignments and, and knowing what, and, and learning and trying to work on improving their communication for this game coming up. Okay, so you know I just don't believe in uh, no days off for our players in practice. Alrighty, but um, okay, uh, things the Ravens need to need to fix before uh, before Sunday. Okay. Uh, pass coverage. Right now, the Ravens are ranked as 27th in pass coverage. We have never, not in recent memory, been ranked 27th in pass coverage. That's that is that is just terrible. I can't believe that. They're gonna have to fix that. They're gonna have to fix that quick. And shouldn't one player being hurt or even two players being hurt uh, uh, cause us to go to 27th? That's just uh, unbelievable. That's just unheard of for a Ravens defense. The Russian defense, we giving up a lot of um, a lot of yards on the ground, and that's very disturbing. You know what I mean? We with Brandon, with Brandon Williams, but he just got a fifty million dollar, fifty five million dollar contract or something like that, a couple years ago. Okay, where's he's been? All right, uh, Michael Pierce. You know what I mean? Where's he been at? He's been quiet. Okay, these guys are there to clog that middle of that defense uh, offensive line, to clog it up, okay? They clog us, okay? Uh, these running backs shouldn't be finding lanes and creases like they are and gashing us uh, 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 on the uh, off defensive front, okay? So that rushing defense got to improve. Those linebackers need to get to the ball. Those, those um, nose tackles and those tackles need to clog that those offensive Offensive linemen up so those uh, deep, those um, linebackers uh, have space to go get the ball. Okay, sacks, pass rush. We got to have more sacks than what we're getting. Okay, got to have more sacks than what we're getting. Now some of these things could have been fixed in the off season. Okay, inside linebacker I think was was overlooked, and I also think that um, the um, our pass rush was overlooked in the draft and in uh, free agency, you know what I'm saying? And those are the, the glaring holes that we had coming in without injuries. Now you add injuries on top of that, now you need a cornerback. 
You know what I'm saying? So, you know, those are some of the things that our team need to look at. And um, I don't know, I don't think we have that, we have that production in-house. We don't have it, okay? They was, they was kind of banking on Tim Williams and Taz Bowser to fill in. They were looking for Young and Board to fill in as linebackers. And it's not working out so, uh, uh, so far, unless, you know I mean, something changed. And I hope it do. Um, uh, and they need to change quick. Okay, keys to beating the Cleveland Brownies. Hit Baker Mayfield. Hit Baker Mayfield. Do not let Baker Mayfield sit back there in that pocket. Okay, Cleveland got a terrible offensive line. Their offensive line is not good. I don't know what number their offensive line rank, but it's not good. So our defense should be able to get pressure, and we should have some sacks on Baker Mayfield. If we don't, and he has time to pass that ball, <laughs> it's going to be a long day at the office. Long day at the office for the defensive backs. Okay, Run the football. Run the football. If you want to stop the pass, you want to slow down that pass rush, okay? You know they got elite pass rusher, um, got some elite pass rushers, and if we don't slow down that pass rush by running the ball, and also by running the ball, you set up the pa uh, play action, okay? So it helped our passing, all right? Our deep strikes down the field. Another thing is take making sure we connect on those deep strikes to Brown, and also get Boykin more involved on those, 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 deep, those deep passes, okay? And then we need to start hitting those short routes with Andrews, okay? Defense need a board coverage breakdown. We cannot have coverage breakdown come Sunday. Odell Beckham Jr. normally have, OBJ normally has a good day against the Ravens, okay? Last, I think we played him, I wanna say three times or maybe two times since he's been in the NFL, and both times he had uh, big, 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 uh, big numbers. So we're gonna have to eliminate that, and we're gonna also have to watch out for uh, Jarvis Landry also. All right, so um, I'm hoping that 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 defensive. I hope that our backs, our back end, tighten up, and um, we can eliminate some of those big plays that uh, we saw against Kansas City. All right, all right. So that's the keys for beating the um, Cleveland Browns. I think the Ravens are going to pull out this win on Sunday. Um, I think Lamar Jackson is going to have a phenomenal game. I think Mark Ingram is going to have a good game. I think Mark uh, Andrews is going to have a big game. I believe Miles Borkin is going to have a good game. Willie Sneed is going to have a good game. And of course, Hollywood Brown. And Hollywood Brown, Lamar Jackson is going to tear it up. So get ready for a show, folks. Okay, let's go ahead and get this dub. And um, I will see y'all. I will talk to y'all again next week and we will talk about our next next opponent and other issues that we have and some other other topics for my next show all right i want everybody to be safe out there uh keep it real love one another okay and let me know how y'all feel about my podcast you know if i need the improvements i need to make something i need to add talk to me give me some feedback i just want to thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to listen to my podcast i really appreciate it and like i said earlier if anybody want to be in on this podcast please feel free to join me at any time all right this is your boy be more buck i'm out of here have a nice day go ravens <laughs>